Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off. And everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, it hasn't been a good night for Arnie and I as we come to you live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Now, Arnie needed an Oregon State win yeah, those and dogs. an Arizona win in order to get into the Pac-12 championship game. Uh, Oregon leads 24-7 to start the fourth quarter, and they're driving again. Looks like they've got it. First and goal. They're going to call that a touchdown. Yeah, first and goal from the one. Meanwhile... Uh, 50-7. Ouch. Texas leads Texas Tech. And wide receiver Xavier Worthy, who many have projected as a first-round pick, was carried off the field right before halftime. Couldn't put any weight on either one of his legs and then magically returned in the second half to return punts and catch a touchdown pass. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Got to be NIL money in that somehow. You know what I mean? Got to be something in there. Coming back from an injury involves NIL money? Yeah, you know, look how quickly I can come back from injury because of... And just throw in that product there. Just get Either right that or it. he's just melodramatic. This game also had one of the most amazing interceptions I've ever seen. A ball hit off the foot of Taj Brooks, the running backs. Uh, a football hit off Taj Brooks' foot that was picked off by the Texas player. I've never seen a ball hit off a running back's foot pop in the air and then be taken the other way for six, but that's what happened. And everything is turning up Texas. You think this is a playoff team, the Longhorns? 
I think it is a playoff team, but I don't think they'll get in. Does that make sense? Does that sure. is that fair to say? I think they're if they're, obviously if there was twelve teams going in, I uh, know oh, yeah. fans are butts about it. But I think right now, three, four, five, six, seven, they're the eighth team right now as far as I'm concerned, because you got the four ahead of them. I think you have Washington and Oregon, plus I think you, they're dying to put Alabama ahead of Texas, even though Texas beat Alabama. So I'm not sure how that's going if they play in the championship and Alabama wins the move ahead of them. So I, I, I don't think Texas is going to make the four. So your four then is? Well, Michigan, because I think Michigan's going to win. So you think Michigan beats Ohio State and beats Iowa? Georgia. So Georgia beats Georgia Tech and then beats Alabama in the SEC title game. So that right. takes Alabama out of this, and it does probably takes Ohio State out of this too. Uh, no, I remember I I said that Ohio State could lose and still get on in. So I I think Washington is probably going to be the third team that gets in. So okay, so you've got Georgia, Michigan, and Washington. Then who's your fourth? Oh, that's a good question. So um, Washington, okay, hold on. I'm, I'm I, following you. I don't yeah. think you have any idea which direction you're going with this. So no, I do. I think I okay. think it's I think it's going to be Alabama because that means Oregon loses. Oh my god! And I you I have think Alabama I, losing a second game to Georgia in the SEC title. game. No, I think out. Georgia could lose and still get in. You just said you've got Georgia winning the SEC title game. No, no, Georgia's not going to yeah. lose and get in. Uh, it's you not don't think happen. so. Yeah. Over a, well, if you're sitting there and, and one loss Alabama is in, winning an SEC championship, you say Ohio State would still be alive with one loss, not even going to the Big Ten title game. Michigan, what are you going to do with Florida are you, State? Are you telling me none of the teams could lose and still be into the four-team playoff? What do you mean? Like Michigan, Ohio State, or Georgia? I, I think if you lose and you don't win your conference championship or even play in your conference title game – I think you are very much on thin ice. Absolutely. Bro, if, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's nerd out on this for just a second. Okay. Here all right. All right. People have been dying to drop Michigan because their strength right. of schedule is, is weak. And I think they feel like there needs to be some pittance for the sign stealing thing. Exactly. So to exactly. me, if they lose to Ohio State, I agree out. there. Right. They're I out. agree with you 100% on that, but I'm not agreeing with Ohio State. So I you think, think Ohio, Ohio yeah. State can survive a loss if. Teams like Georgia win and Washington wins and Florida State wins and Texas goes ahead and wins its conference championship and finishes 12-1. and You think a one-loss Ohio State team who didn't play in its conference title game could get well, in? I don't, I don't know how everything has to fall, how all the dominoes falls. I just feel like they have a better resume that if they lost, they could still get in over if Michigan lost, then they're not getting in. And I agree with you that too many people are out for blood with Michigan right now, and they're not going to do them any favors. So I, I think they've got to go ahead and win on out. I don't disagree with uh, Ohio State. But what is it about their resume that impresses you? Is it, it was, just the Notre Dame game? Well, it's still better than Michigan, though. Right, I mean, but yeah. is it just because they played the same teams outside of Notre Dame? Right, but their strength of schedule is still harder it's than re- Michigan. Yeah. Yes, it's ranked much higher than. I'm just saying, is, is it, does it come down to the Notre Dame game? Is that is that what does it for you? Well, that's one of them. I mean, even though it was a close game, that that's one of them, that's for sure. No doubt about that. But what's the others in it? Because I, I don't understand how people are talking about the strength of Indiana's or, uh, Ohio State's schedule when literally they went on the road and beat Notre Dame. 
that's impressive in itself. But for the most part, them and Michigan have played the same crap teams from the Big Ten. It must have been that big victory over Youngstown State that really swayed I, that's me. That's what you're making it sound or like Western right Kentucky. now. Western <laughs> Kentucky. It's one of those two that really swayed me, I guess. So, okay, let, let me give you another scenario here real quick. This is, this is the one that I think is the most interesting. Because in my opinion, here on a Friday night on Fox Sports Radio, I think the doomsday scenario that the committee doesn't want to have to worry about is picking a one-loss Alabama versus a one-loss Texas. Where Alabama beats George in the SEC title game, I mean, are you going to, like you said, are you really going to leave George out back-to-back titles and that's their only loss? You've been talking about Alabama being behind Texas because of head-to-head the whole time. So right. you change that last ranking. But let, let me give you a different scenario to make it All easy, right. okay? All right. Michigan and Florida State are the two easiest teams to drop because Michigan's poor strength of schedule and Florida State's injury to Jordan Travis. So let's say, just hypothetically, ESPN was talking about this on the selection show Tuesday night. Let's say Michigan and Florida State finish this thing out, and they finish 13-0. They both win their conference title game. They're both in, right? If Michigan who wins? And Florida, yeah, right? They're, they're, those, they're undefeated, so you got them in, right? I don't know Florida State I have in, even with a victory. I'm not so sure yet. You're I, not so sure that no, an I'm undefeated not so sure. conference yeah. champion would yeah. get in. Why? Yeah, I, I'm not well because um, if you're telling me it's going to be Georgia, Ohio State. Um, well, let, let me give it to you then. It's one loss Ohio State who wouldn't have played in its conference championship right, game. Right, right. It's one loss Georgia who would have lost in its conference championship game. Right, okay. Let's, then, say, then, Oregon then, gets, yeah, let's right. say Oregon gets Washington. It's one loss Washington. It's one loss Oregon. Texas right. is there with one loss. Oklahoma, uh, um, uh, Alabama is there with one loss. You one got loss, six right. teams for two spots. Which way do you go? Then because you would have to, Florida yeah. State's getting in undefeated. You would have to put in Florida State, but they're doing their best to go ahead and keep it on out. And I'm, I was trying to figure out what scenario has to happen for Florida State to get the boot, you know? Yeah, they got to lose a game and they're out. That's yeah, it. They, good luck they play. They, play they, they might lose to Florida this weekend. Ooh. But then you go into the um, w- where they'll play the SEC title game. That's against number 10 Louisville right now. And by the way, Louisville might get beat this weekend too in their rivalry game against Kentucky where they're a five-and-a-half-point favorite. But that's, you know, that's irrelevant just the conversation because I tend to be a guy that thinks that even though they've kept Texas ranked ahead of Alabama, I think, Arnie, whenever it comes time to it, they're going to push Alabama into that Final Four if they beat Georgia. Absolutely, I, right? They're going to find did, a way. I did one of those mathematical equations that if Alabama wins out and wins the championship, what are the chances of them making the playoffs? And it was at 30, 32%. That's it? Yes. Wow. That's, I would expect it to be higher. I thought so, too. That's why I was a little surprised about that. I wonder if the, I wonder if the numbers on it have everything to do with uh, teams potentially finishing undefeated around them. That's the only thing I can think of, right? Well, the only question they ask you is, will they win the remainder of their schedule, and do they win their conference title game? And I hit yes and yes to both of them. That's what they and came up with. it was only 30% for Alabama? 32%, yes. All right, well, one more question on college then. Are you a fan of wanting the chaos theory? Are you wanting to see um, two teams that people have been trying to push out, Florida State and Michigan, See them sitting there undefeated and then fighting over six one-loss teams for those final two spots. I do or would like, you rather see it be like normal? I do like chaos. If you're it, Look, if you're asking me which four I want in, it's probably not going to happen because uh, Michigan and Ohio State play each other. But make no mistake about it. I want George in. 
I want Michigan in. So, and I want Alabama in. Those are three that I would love on in. I would like Ohio State to get on in, but they can't get in if they're going to lose to Michigan. So you can pretty much forget about that. Um, will Washington get in? I got no use for them. I'd rather see, rather see Oregon get on in over Washington. Yeah. They won their biggest. They've won their biggest games. Why are you suddenly anti-Washington? Because they played Arizona close. Seven-point game should have had them. <laughs> should have had them, Chris. That was our oh, chance. I think they're fun. I, I I think this is one of the most fascinating years for the committee, and it's funny because it's over after this. We no longer we'll be fighting about. Can you imagine a year? Fast forward three hundred sixty-five days from now, Arnie. We'll be fighting about whether or not. Well, Arizona would be in the playoffs. Do you realize I know, that? I know. Because they get the automatic bid for the Big 12. By the way, I did another scenario for Washington if they win out and then they win the conference title game 99%. Yeah, 100%. I mean, they're they're undefeated as a Power 5 conference champion. So, I mean, next year, you fast forward. Next year we'll be fighting about, well, what about Oklahoma or Penn State? They're 10-2. Doesn't Ole Miss belong in there? Because, well, heck, Oklahoma will be out of the SEC by that point. Uh, Missouri. Do you, next year at this time, if if you were to just look at the top twelve teams, and you wonder where the power is in college football, um, now and I I completely understand that there is automatic bids that would go to the Big Twelve, but you're looking at the top, you're looking at the playoffs that could be all Big Ten SEC next year if you want, just if you're applying those rankings to this year, and that's wild. I I can't wait till it goes to twelve. Think it it'd be so much better if it was this year. I mean, look at the crew that you would have in there right now, it, it, and plus the teams that are fighting to get in that top twelve. It, it it goes all the way to the end. It'd be it'd be great. All right, uh, it's already in play, and we are brought to you in part by the good folks at Discover. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why your Discover card. And with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you'll never be held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit limitations apply. Now, Todd Furman is coming up next. But, Arnie, before we grab a break, wait, is it next or next hour? Next or next hour? Uh, I think it's next. I think it's Okay. Todd Furman's coming up next. But, Arnie, before he joins us, I just yeah. wanted to get a general thought on how you felt about the Black Friday broadcast, the NFL doing it for the first time since, what, like 1974 or something crazy like that. And it was good. Did you like it? Did you like having it in the middle of the day? Should it have been a primetime game? Should it have been an early morning game? The first Black Friday game that the NFL actually played, it's like an 11 a.m., 10 a.m. Right, kick. right. So en- what you think? I, I enjoyed it. I like having football on a Friday. It was a standalone game. I know a lot of people were complaining, saying this was their day to shop. I was okay with it. The 3 o'clock start is what it had to be because you couldn't have it at 6 o'clock Eastern. There's rules against that. And the NFL was prohibited against starting that late. Um, you know, they were going to start what the What were the game rules? At- is, it like a high- is it high school football? Yes, it, it, goes back- it dates back to that. You know what I mean? Really? But they yeah. could kick college football games off on Friday nights at that time? Yeah, that they said they they agreed to that nothing could start later than six o'clock Eastern. Huh. So that's the way they were able to get the game. Though they were going to start the game late. Did you hear about that? No, I uh, did not. I yeah, was covering a college football. They were game. they were going to start the game an hour late uh, because there was uh, you know some uh, rumors about what was going on next door and stuff. But besides that, um, look, it, it, it doesn't make a difference on that. Wait, I wait, enjoyed- no, no, do you wait, what? 
No, there was uh, next door. There was like a bomb. Scare, oh, okay, so. okay, okay. So, so I was like, what yeah. <laughs> rumors about what's going on next door was like, no. are they having to call the cops on their neighbors? There was They're a like, bomb scare, so they thought they were maybe going to have to hold up the game for an hour, ah, okay, or something like that. Right. But other than that, I thought there was going to be more shopping. I thought there was going to be like scrolls on the bottom and sports gifts and hey, quick now if you want to get this jersey and quick now if you want to get this uh, <laughs> hoodie or something. I I totally misunderstood it, Chris. I I thought. It, <laughs> I'm serious. I thought it was going to be you shopping it was be like galore. pop-up video or something that used to be on VH1. It's- I, I thought it was going to be the NFL means, uh, meets the Home Shopping Network. You know what I mean? But isn't it good that it didn't turn into that for you? I would have enjoyed some things, you know, like, hey, do you want to get this sports present or do you want to get this college jersey or, you know, go here for your favorite hoodie or something like that. Give me something. I mean, give me some toys and stuff, but <laughs> I, 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 I totally misunderstood the whole thing, you know? Well, I think the whole purpose was just to get people on the app, right? So you could have more and... and- I don't know how many people still go out shopping on Black Friday. Right, right, I right. I know my wife sure did. But, again, I just, I'll be curious to see what I, they view as success for that. I thought I was going to be able to hit the remote and say, okay, you want to purchase it? Jazz, hit the remote, and you got one. You know, I just I thought I was going to be doing stuff like that while I was watching the game. But, um, no, it, it wasn't anything like that. I, I wonder if I was the only person that thought it was going to be like that. No, I, well, I, w- I would say... Well, you're watching it on Prime, so you can jump on Amazon anytime you want and start buying stuff. Right, right, right. right. But I guess you kind of thought like it'd be a bloop, all of a sudden it's pop. Hey, you can yeah. buy Tua's jersey, and for a limited time, it's this much money, right? Touchdown, Tyreek Hill. And by the way, if you want that jersey for $99, uh, just click here right now. Think how much money you can make of something like that. Or, hey, your favorite college is playing. If you want to check out our college stuff, click number one right now and go ahead and see what we have for you. Stuff like that. This might be a wild take. Why? I mean, you guys can call me crazy. But I think Jeff Bezos is pretty good about finding ways to make money. Yeah, wild guess maybe, here. Just, maybe. just a wild thought. Maybe just, just t- lucky. <laughs> maybe just lucky. NFL on CBS, by the way, 41.4 million viewers. It was a 45-10 to 10 game. The game peaked with 44.265 million viewers. Paramount Plus recorded it as the most streamed NFL regular season game ever. Ever amazing, and I want to remind you, Army uh, Arnie, it was a forty-five to ten game. Right, right. Well, it wasn't a blow until the, well, the fourth quarter went crazy, but at that point, you weren't going to change it over, off anyway because there was Nothing no other NFL game. But that that's insane. That look at those numbers. That's absolutely crazy, unbelievable. That's Arnie and Plank coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. When we come back, let's catch up with our man in Vegas, Todd Furman. Has it been a good weekend for the books? We'll dive into it next on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. All right, welcome back. Sarni and Plank on a Fox. Well, actually, we're in for Jason and Mike. On a Fox Sports Friday, baby. Yeah, would you forget where we are now? Well, my whole day's thrown off, right? I know, I, I know. Mine is football too, yeah. game today. We had NFL games yesterday. Todd Furman for the Bet the Board podcast. And I was watching you, Todd, because uh, I didn't realize how much you're doing on CBS Sports as well. And uh, for some reason, unlike the CBS Sports app, they weren't playing the game. So I just watched you talk about it yesterday. Um, if, fill us in. Did we, did we get a good Thanksgiving for the books? Did we get a good... Uh, College football Friday for the books. How'd it go? Uh Uh-oh. 
going to go the way of the player, especially late in the day when you have a trio of big favorites in Penn State, Oregon, and of course the Texas game still ongoing as they're looking to try and score north of 60 against Texas Tech and their Big 12 regular season swan song. Doesn't really put the house in a good spot. You look at the NFL games overall, you had favorites to win and cover in three out of the four games between Thanksgiving and the Black Friday game. All four games end up going over the closing total as well. So the thing that helped the books out was getting the Green Bay Packers to beat the Lions outright, but they much would have preferred if it was the Seattle Seahawks winning in the Sunday night game, or the Thursday night game, instead of the uh, underdog winning in the first game of the day. Todd, I'm wondering, with the Cowboy game, what, the 41 million or the 44 million being uh, the most watched regular season game, what does that equate to in money being bet? Does that mean so many people are watching it, so obviously there's a hell of a lot more bets, or not really? There's usually a good correlation between games that are going to have a lot more eyeballs on them and the kind of money that will change hands. It's not going to rival Super Bowl handle or anything close to that, but when you look at these games, there's a reason that you know Sunday night games and Monday night football games, when they're marquee matchups and some of the biggest brands out there, uh, do substantially better from a betting handle standpoint than a game nestled into the heart uh, of a Sunday schedule. And no matter what people will tell you, the NFL is still king. Everybody else plays second fiddle, even with some of the marquee college football games games, getting prime time locations and the calendar as well. Ohio State-Michigan will be the most handled game, in my opinion, uh, of the college football weekend and maybe even of the entire season, but it would have done even bigger numbers if it was played in prime time on Saturday night. Um, They love, they love that noon Eastern spot. So for you, Todd, let's talk about this game for a second because we really haven't yet tonight. How much of an impact last two games? Not much. But Michigan let that game get a little tight last week. How much of an impact for you as a better does it make that Jim Harbaugh's not on the sidelines? It's a combination of factors. I think in a tight game, Harbaugh's absence could be a you know deciding factor late in a contest. But I think the bigger storyline to follow for Michigan is the ankle of J.J. McCarthy. I mean, he had his worst completion percentage of the entire season last week against Maryland. They didn't have any designed runs for a quarterback who can provide that level of mobility that's so difficult to defend. And there's other injuries that Michigan's dealing with along the offensive line. Roman Wilson should be good to go, uh, but he was injured last weekend against Maryland. Wasn't able to finish that game, and it's part of why you've seen the betting market respond in a game that would have been Michigan minus six a few short weeks ago. We're now sitting in that three and a half range, and I think what's been surprising is the general public wants to back the scarlet and gray here, something that I didn't think we were going to see uh, when Michigan was blowing away everybody that stood in their path up until they started to deal with some of the inevitable aches and pains, nicks and bruises uh, that are a big part of college and, of course, the NFL as well. Todd, with all the hatred in this game, and for, I feel coaches are going to go for it. They'll be trick plays. They'll go for it on fourth down. I even think there'll be a touchdown uh, if it's going to be a blot like the last two minutes just to rub it in somebody's face. All those reasons there. Do you take the over because you know somebody's going to go in? They're going to pile it on or what? I mean, you're talking about two of the best teams in the country from a defensive standpoint, so it'll be up to which offense is better equipped to execute. When you look at Ohio State, they have more difference makers, in my opinion, as far as the offensive skill positions are concerned, and they've shown a lot more balance with Travian Henderson getting healthy with that lower body injury. Uh, But at the same time, you know, what do they ask of Kyle McCord? It's still a young quarterback in a difficult spot. He didn't exactly go out there and light the world on fire in South Bend earlier this year, other than that drive to win the game late. 
State. They didn't let him do a whole heck of a lot against Penn State. And if they don't fear that Michigan is going to be able to move the football as effectively as they've done in each of the last two meetings, I'm not sure a track meet ensues. You look at the history between these programs, though, and each of the last nine games have all gone over the total. We haven't seen an over-under set in the mid-40s since 2017. So you're seeing the number reflect where these two teams are defensively. I can't really advocate from a true number standpoint going under, uh, but when you look at the style, pace, and flow that these two teams want to employ, you can understand why it's been an absolute battle in the betting market. Seeing over money at 45, 45 and a half, and every time the number touches 47, you've seen a little bit of under money start to enter as well. Todd, real quick before we move on past college football, uh, is you feel like this is pretty cut and dry, right? As long as uh, the undefeateds take care of business, we're in good shape. Are you a? Do you want to be? You want this to be chaotic? Are you? You wanted to see this be crazy with six one loss teams and trying to figure it out, or should we hold off on wanting anything too crazy until next year? Well, I think if the teams hold serve and you have four undefeated teams, it's going to be difficult to keep any of those out of the college football playoff. I know there'll be folks out there that are going to advocate for Florida State not being the same team without a healthy Jordan Travis, but if you're able to go into Gainesville, win at night, and win a conference championship with a backup quarterback, I think that speaks more about the Seminoles being a complete team. Now, the side that's going to have the most difficult championship game will be Washington. I mean, they'll go into Vegas next Friday night against an Oregon team playing their best football of the year as a substantial underdog. You know, figure Washington opens in that five and a half, six, maybe even as much as a seven-point underdog. So with that being the case, they go out there and finish 13-0. and Nobody's going to keep them out. But we say it all the time, Chris, and we may see an upset tomorrow. We may see one on championship weekend. I think the committee will be dealt a lifeline. And the bigger question that could come up is if there are two teams playing for one spot and their conference championship winners in a 12-1 and Alabama team and a 12-1 and Texas team, who ends up getting the nod knowing that Texas Texas has the head-to-head victory, uh, despite their current form not being on the same level as the Crimson Tide. By the way, Todd, an alternate line, can I take my Wildcats minus 50 or something like that? Is there something that I could take that? I'll give you minus 50. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you want to look for an alternate number, I mean, there are going to be plenty uh, at your disposal. I'm not sure I'd really want to lay 50 uh, in this particular Maybe spot, 75. But I, I mean, the bottom line is, Arnie, I know you like to live a little bit dangerously, and when yeah. we look at the Territorial Cup, if memory serves me correctly, we don't have to go back too far to find a game that was rather lopsided. That's in right. In That's one right. manner or another. Uh, so who knows? History could repeat itself in this particular spot. Uh, oh, yeah. But I'm not quite sure Arizona will be putting the 70-7 to 7 thumping uh, on ASU that ASU imparted on you guys back in 2020. Oh. Todd, I'm asking a simple question tonight, and nobody is answering it for me except for Arnie and now hopefully you. Did you like the Black Friday game? Was the broadcast what you expected? Was it nice to have an NFL standalone today, or do we need to have a doubleheader? Do we need to not even worry about it and just play the games on Sunday? What would you make of the Friday game? <laughs> I get it from a business standpoint, and I'm not sure it's about the NFL as much as it is Amazon using everything at their disposal to keep people at home um, on Black Friday because, look, Amazon is a retailer at the end of the day, and if you're watching a game on Amazon Prime, you may be more apt to buy a couple of additional items for friends and family members. So I think it's a conscious business decision there. Uh, but candidly, from my standpoint, Black Friday has always been about college football, and it took me about midway through the second quarter to even remember that the Jets-Dolphins game kicked off in the middle of the day. <laughs> It's such a unique time. <laughs> Love it. You're the man. Todd, have a great weekend. I hope we get to talk to you again Sunday night. 
Always a pleasure, gentlemen. We'll see if we can make a little time once we have an idea of who the four college football combatants will be, or I should say I'm jumping the gun a week early, at least a better idea of who controls their own destiny come uh, next next week for the championship game. Thanks, Todd. Great stuff as always. That's Todd Furman. Go follow him on Twitter at Todd Furman and check out his podcast, the Bet the Board podcast. All right, Steve DeSager, we are uh, heading down the home stretch here in Eugene. What's going on? Yeah, if you loved offense today, you had your offense of the Jets or Iowa. Okay, so the Dolphins <laughs> beat the Jets 34-13. They should play each other. <laughs> Raheem Moster with two fourth-quarter TDs. Jets have gone five straight games without scoring more than 13 points for the first time in franchise history. Meanwhile, amazingly, Nebraska loses a close game. That never happens. Never. It was Iowa 13-10 to the final on a field goal on the final play in the cold. So Nebraska has now lost 24 straight games against ranked opponents Dating back to 2016, who is the only Power 5 team that has the long active drought longer than 24 straight? It's Rutgers, Oh, losing ooh. more than 24 straight against AP-ranked teams. By the way, you mentioned the Thanksgiving ratings. That was on a regular channel, people, for the Cowboys blowout of the Commanders. 41 million viewers that night, not terribly close game 49ers winning at Seattle that was 26 million viewers and the Monday night game this week was 29 million viewers for Eagles and Chiefs yikes and the NBA is doing bat flicks because they're getting 1.7 million for these silly (laughs) games in season well we got the late game in college football and Oregon at home is leading Oregon State 31 to 7. So, yeah, it looks like uh, next Friday, Oregon in the Pac 12 title game in Las Vegas against Washington. Rematch of one of the games of the year from October. Might decide a playoff spot, might decide a Heisman Trophy. Bo Nix of Oregon tonight, two touchdown passes and a TD run. In fact, through the air, 33 of 40, 367 yards. 367. <laughs> That's the late game in college football on Fox TV. Now, number 7 Texas did win handily, 57-7 over Texas Tech. So the Longhorns at 11-1 will be in the Big 12 final, maybe against Oklahoma State. Tulane, ranked 23rd, will host the conference title game in the American in about a week, perhaps against SMU. Tulane, 11-1, beat UT San Antonio, 29-16. Each team had been 7-0 in the American Conference. Mentioned the I Iowa win 13-10 at Nebraska. Nebraska committed three turnovers. Number 13, Oklahoma, 69-45 winners against TCU. Dylan Gabriel, 400 yards passing. Tonight in Detroit, 11th-ranked Penn State won 42-0 at Michigan State. Penn State's defense with seven sacks. And reports, plural, say that Oregon State's head coach, Jonathan Smith, a former quarterback there, has emerged as the top target for the vacant Spartans' job. The search to replace former coach Mel Tucker, according to The Athletic, is in the final stages and the process could be completed by this weekend. Wow. Number nine, Missouri won at Arkansas, 48-14, but that coach is staying. Arkansas one and seven in the SEC. Tomorrow on Fox TV, number two, Ohio State, number three, Michigan, noon Eastern time, and then number four, Washington, host Washington State, Saturday night on Fox, number 19, Kansas State against Iowa State, four games on F. FS1 tomorrow as well. As for the NBA, we've got the two late games. Keep in mind, most Tuesdays and Friday nights this month, these are part of the in-season tournament. 
I have no idea about the standings, but Golden State is leading in the third quarter, 61-57 over the Spurs, who've lost 10 in a row. And in L.A., the Clippers have come back just before halftime. They're only down 56-55 to the Pelicans now for New Orleans' Brandon Ingram with 19 points. In college hoops, Ohio State beat number 17 Alabama. North Carolina over Arkansas. Florida Atlantic beat Texas A&M in a top-20 matchup. And a top 10 matchup in women's hoops, UCLA down Connecticut, 78-67. Back to you. That seems like uh, seems like that was a pretty substantial win. Now, uh, Arnie, as we yes. come to you live from the TireRack.com studios, I also want to remind you that Discover is here for you. And did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations apply. How was your Thanksgiving, by the way? We're an hour and a half in and I haven't even asked you. Good, good. I hope you had a good one. It was no frills. I was filling in last night with VJ, so um, you know I was just watching the games, and um, my son is at his girlfriend's house in Indiana, so he doesn't get back till tomorrow. And it was just me and my wife, so it was just really pretty much chill and uh, nothing earth chattering. I made. I told her, look, if you're not going to cook, just make me one thing. Just make me like a whole casserole of stuffing. So that's all I ate was stuffing and, and gravy. I didn't have turkey or anything like that. Really, yet. not a turkey guy. No, we'll have one probably on on uh, Saturday or Sunday when my guest son gets. Back. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, wait yeah. for him, and then you guys are going out of town on him. It's like Costa home, Rica. Shay, see you later, bye. Going to Costa Rica. Very excited about that. I I can't wait. Uh, very swanky resort that we're going for free. Well, you're night. high rollers. So. No, no, because my wife got it from her. Uh, she made Presidents Club at her job, so. I get to tag along, so it's it's, it's going to be great. It's it's some swanky resort, and um, we get to go for free, and they give us money for booze too. So that's that's going to be fun. I'm so old now. When I drink, I get like indigestion, so I oh, can't. Oh, jeez, look drink at you! Much, so I got a pre tums. I'm just going to get like booze coming out of a pineapple or coconut or something. Oh, there like you that. go. Have that little yeah. fruity drink with a. That's what I'm talking about. That's, that's what I'm cool. talking about. Uh, we just watched the end of the Texas Texas Tech game. For those of you that stayed with it. Both of you Texas fans, fifty-seven yeah. to seven. So Texas finishes eleven and one in the in the regular season. Their only loss was to Oklahoma in the Red River rivalry. Uh, there is a chance. There is a chance that those two teams could play again in the Big Twelve championship game. But Oklahoma needs some help, specifically for BYU to beat Oklahoma State tomorrow. And uh, Arnie's unfortunately not getting the help he needs to get Arizona not gonna in happen. the Pac-12 championship yeah. game. 31 to 7 as there's what just about a minute left in that game Oregon State it wouldn't cover what did, what's the number in this game uh 14 so not going to cover that one yeah oh, okay yeah no 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 I was going to say they're driving Whatever it would be one of those scores that would be significant to No, some. no backdoor cover no but All they right. have to yeah they need two scores in this one Sorry DJ but hey you know what not a bad year for Oregon State fun team no, to no. watch Let's see if they can keep their coach around or if he's off to Michigan State. All right. When we come back, we're going to hit your tweets. Uh, We are guest-free the rest of the way. So let's start previewing Ohio State and Michigan. Pretty big day tomorrow in college football. And we'll give you our first sneak peek into a busy Sunday as well in the NFL. It's all coming up with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. All right, it's Arnie and Plank here on uh, Fox Sports Radio, sitting in for Jason and Mike. Sorry. I, it feels like it's like a Saturday night or something. So I know, I, I know. I, I'm not going to get used to it all night long, so just as soon as we hit midnight on the East Coast, I'll be fine. Hey, uh, speaking of being fine, Discover's got you because at the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned is doubled. See terms and check it out for yourself, discover.com slash match. I, um, can I give you some kudos? Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm never going to deny you that. Looks like your NFL picks are still okay. For, you mean about the winning the divisions? Just, no, 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 no. That 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 one's screwed. Uh, I meant overall, as just far as your hotness whenever you were picking games. Seems like you're still in a decent spot. It is. I both are over 50%. I'm, I'm 50% um, in the NFL. I'm at 58.8%, but I'm only 2-2 two two. and two so far. And three and two in college, and I'm at fifty percent in that one. Well, you didn't listen to me on the college ones. That's why you you, you always go against Oklahoma. Um, I chat Oklahoma this weekend. Oh, you did? Yeah, that, that was yeah. easy money. That no, was now, I was I was a little bit worried at the end of the first quarter, and not gonna lie, a little worried about midway through the third too. But uh, good when Oklahoma. Texas was the easiest one. Yeah, Texas was the easiest. Well, one. See, that's what's weird because 
This is a great year for Texas, man. They finished 11-1. and one. Do you know how many 10 or more win seasons Steve Sarkeesian has had as a head coach before this year? No. Zero. <sighs> Zero. And Washington, USC, of course, it didn't end well. And his first two years at Texas. So that's awesome. And they're a really good team. I felt like I was just waiting for some implosion to happen. I know. I kept thinking the same thing, and I'm like, I better jump on that bandwagon. And so I, I laid the 14, and, and one game I did lose was that Iowa-Nebraska over 25 and a half. I, you took I the over in that? I couldn't help myself. <laughs> and, and it was 13-10. It was going to go to overtime 10-10, which then I would have had a good chance, but instead they kicked the field goal on the last play, and that was it, 13-10. Well, I mean, you could blame the Nebraska quarterback for right, a terrible for turnover. The, yeah, geez, Gosh, that was awful. Well, since we're on college football, let me get your take on this from Ahead News on Twitter. He writes, Michigan better pray they bring it tomorrow. The whole world is waiting to downgrade those epic level cheaters behind all the other one-loss teams like Oregon, Texas, Alabama, etc. He's right. I, I said the 100%. same thing out there. They just want a reason. Um, if they were like a 21-point favorite over a team and they won by a, uh, three points, they would get downgraded. Just give anybody a reason to downgrade this team. I'm a little interested, Chris. The line is only three and a half in favor of Michigan. Now, Michigan obviously playing at home, so if it was a neutral site, I guess it'd be close to a pick-up game, maybe Ohio State a point favorite. Why do they keep saying it doesn't make a difference that Harbaugh's not going to be there? I mean, I've always said coordinators will make that big of a difference. Are you telling me coaches don't make that big of a difference? I, I don't understand this, you know? Well, here's here's what all the coaches will tell you, and I think Urban Meyer was talking about this on the – the little preview hit they did before the Oregon-Oregon State game, that was you get him all week long. So he's involved in the preparation. He's involved in the planning. But to me, I, I think game strategy, clock management, timeout management, I, I don't know about you, and it, it's probably a little too nerdy. I think that's massive in games, deciding when you go for it, deciding when you don't. And also, Artie, they ran the ball 32 straight times against Oregon State. I know. Ridiculous! You're, You're not, not going to beat Ohio yeah. State, right? Running no way. It 32 straight times. It's no way. Happen. So no. I, I think that it's a major issue that he's not there. I just don't think that they played a team yet that could really expose it. And I think I think Ohio State could be that. I think Ohio State's going to get them. I really. By do. the way, I, I don't know all the rules. Can Harbaugh text somebody that happens to be on no. the sideline? No, you can have no contact with anyone on game day. You got to be. Well, away what would he mean? Would, would it be nobody? I mean, I don't know if anyone's sitting there watching his phone. Suppose, but suppose I'm like a media guy on the sideline, and he starts I mean, texting me. Within within reason. You can't <laughs> – I mean, I, I'm not going to say you can't text your son or your daughter or your grandkids right, right, or right, whatever. Right, right. No, right. I understand that. I'm just trying to figure out if he can get his word, uh, what he wants to the coach is what I'm really I'm sure he out. can. I'm sure they find a way. I mean – if if not, does he have the go, guts? Yeah, just oh yes, Harbaugh does. But why you <laughs> fake mustache like Bobby Valentine? Yes, did that exactly. One time. Uh, well, if Jay- he's not going to be in college anyway next year, why not do it? You know, would you be hell bent to leave if you were Jim Harbaugh? I I, I get it. Everyone You're forcing is, me. You right because he's got something cooking at Michigan right now. Absolutely, I don't. I wouldn't want to leave. But if you're going to suspend me for it all of next year, like the, I don't even know where these rumors are about that he's going to get suspended for all of next year. It's like keep punishing the guy. You know, I've heard some pretty wild things. I've heard some pretty wild things. Like, I'll just give you for instance. 
the uh, the story about the very first assistant coach who was let yeah. go. What happened to the computer fraud story? Where'd that go? And what did that involve? Or I say computer fraud, I like a wiretapping charge or whatever. Because <laughs> everyone wants to tell you, oh, that was just changing grades, right? Which that's really bad. <laughs> but yeah. I, hear, I hear it could be a little worse. And it has nothing to do with anything elite. Well, it's illegal, but it's not nefarious. It's just it's like cheating. Ferris Bueller who stole the, the, the password, started changing grades for himself. Before you know? we even knew that was possible, Arnie, <laughs> when Ferris Bueller did it. Uh, Jason B. Diamond writes, Texas. Oh, I'm sorry, Jason. you got to make sure you get this right. Oklahoma and Texas in the Big 12 title game. If BYU beats Oklahoma State, please and thank you. Well, if I'm an Oklahoma fan, based on, if I'm a Texas fan, because I am an Oklahoma fan, based on what you sent me from – uh, who was this, Brett McMurphy? Yeah. You better hope it's Oklahoma because if it's Oklahoma State and you're an 11 and a half point favorite, no one's going to tip their cap to you. You got to hope it's Oklahoma so you can avenge that loss if yeah, you're Texas, it, right? Definitely. 100%. That's who you want. Um, you want to go ahead and get another shot at you guys, you know? Yeah. I, I don't worry a little bit about a rush defense, Arnie. Might, might be a problem against Texas, but I don't think BYU is going to beat Oklahoma State. And then Nature Boy yeah. brings up a great point. Don't we miss the good old days when the biggest news about the Jets was Joe Namath hitting on Susie Colburn? <laughs> well, let's um, let's talk about the state of the two teams that play today, Arnie. When we come back, we'll hear from Mike McDaniel, get an update on Jalen Phillips' injury. We'll hear, I think, from Robert Sala. If you guys even want to hear from Robert Sala, holy smokes. And we'll recap the day that was in college football as well. And the day ahead of us, man. We get Ohio State and Michigan nice. tomorrow. One of the most anticipated games of the year, and we'll talk about it next right here on FSR. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 